Welcome back to the Pleasure Temple. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, share, and follow on Instagram, the underscore Pleasure Temple. Please enjoy this episode. It's super special to us. It's our anniversary. Enjoy. (laughs) Welcome to the Pleasure Temple, everybody. We were just in our little production meeting. We were pre-gaming without y'all. Sorry. So catch up during the episode. But anyway, welcome back, everybody. We have Courtney back with us forever. How are yes, you? Yes. And Teresa is in the house as usual. And cheers, y'all. Cheers. 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 Good morning. Let's get into it. What we got today? Well, first of all, we definitely want to say this is our anniversary episode. So happy anniversary to us. Happy Yay. anniversary. Anniversary to us. I do have a few words. I didn't really prepare them, but also I've been thinking about it. I have some words. Okay. <laughs> um, it's our throwback, like Black Lady Appreciation Hour. It was going to be Black Lady Appreciation for five minutes. So anyway anniversary episode and the reason we are having an anniversary is because my black ass told Teresa hey (laughs) do you want to do this podcast with me great thanks and then the day of recording I was like okay are you ready and Teresa's face was like ready for what though (laughs) ready and then I pressed record And pressing record has been the best thing I've done in the last year to get to be with the two of you and and to talk and commiserate. (laughs) And we have definitely had a very pleasurable adventure. And I would like to say thank you for loving me and putting up with my fuckery. Because if I be on my bullshit and I'm like so honored that there are people in the world who will sit and be like, yep, let's do it. (laughs) Yep, let's do it. So thank you and happy anniversary to us. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. I mean, thank you for wanting me to be a part of it and calling me out the blue and like now, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me walk back in the house. I was standing outside. I remember at my parents' house. (laughs) When I took your call, I was like, oh, right now? Oh, let me walk inside. Hold on. Um, Thank God. Um, I am very uh, happy that I met you when I met you. Life be life and sometimes. And Real though. Where the universe is going to land you, you know, mm-hmm. um, the old adage of, you know, people are in your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime holds true. And if you are willing to open yourself up to receive, you would be amazed at what will be delivered to you. So I am thankful for that. I'm thankful for Courtney who puts up with me. Um, As I was at Courtney's house two weekends ago and I mean, she took care of me, especially that Saturday when I completely crashed. <laughs> you know, I'm laying, I was even so tired, I couldn't even close the blinds. So I'm laying in her living room on the couch with my shades on. through. <laughs> like, okay, Teresa, let me, I close the blinds. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> 
seriously. I'm like, okay, the sun's in your eyes. I get it. But no, um, thank you ladies for having me, for inviting me. That first episode will always be epic in my mind. Um, D, it's always a pleasure to sit front row to the fuckery that goes on in your life. Like it's, you know, I tease her all the time. She has led a life of a thousand lives like seriously um (laughs) wouldn't even know where to begin it to get all into it and (laughs) Teresa same goes you know it's just um I came across the post this week and I shared it on my Facebook profile and the gist of it was if you were a dude would you date your friends your girls and I was (laughs) like hello hands down like I know what these motherfuckers do behind closed doors like Speaking just from the male perspective and principle, absolutely. Unfortunately, yeah. the public doesn't know, but I know. Like I know the good good. So hell yeah, but no, it's um, it's been fun. It's been fun. The notes are taken. Hmm. <laughs> but see, guys, for those of us who's listening, this is definitely not gender specific. Take what you need for yourself. But if you are a heterosexual man and you're going after heterosexual <laughs> women, talk to their <laughs> friends, yo. They know what kind of person they are. They know what kind of person they are. They know what they get up to. And as Courtney said, D has definitely lived a thousand lives. I probably have lived about, I'm going to say about 75 to this point. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Um, man. I feel like, though, we just got more to do. Like, I just don't understand how people aren't living like that. Like, how are you not having some adventures? But um, we talk a lot about spirituality and how the ancestors be doing it and, and how you need to be careful about what you say. So when I called out the thing, I called it Adventures of Grief Girl. And from there, it came all of these extraordinary adventures. And it's so hard to say no <laughs> to them. It's so hard to say no. Like, why? Like, oh, but it's right why here. Why would you? It's why right here. You? And the more I say I don't believe in once in a lifetime, the more adventures keep coming. So, like, y'all, get you in this practice. You tell, name your things. Name your things. Name them. And refer to them and talk about them because they come to you with like fully formed and shit. And maybe it's just me, but I don't think so. I think everybody can do it. And I obviously, I like to talk, obviously. So, like, let's go ahead and use these words. (laughs) Let's go ahead and use these words. Use the time to um, call that shit forth. Like, and I don't, I don't understand how people don't believe that that's a thing, but how do we get anything? We are co-creating all the time. It's funny because right now I am in the midst of reading slash listening to The Alchemist. I actually have about an hour and a half left on it. And when I tell you, like, yes, yes. When when he wrote that, he wrote that, he wrote the thing and it's so beautiful and even short. And I, one of my very favorite quotes in there is when they're on their journey. I don't, I am spoiling y'all. Um, <laughs> when you're on your journey to wherever you got to go, God's on everybody's side. Hmm. And I was like, ooh. I just came to that part, actually. Like, yes, God is on everybody's like, side. God is on everybody's side. And I was like, that struck me. It struck a chord 
like and I was like that's the resonance though it's the source that's what first and how how are we separate from that source we're not and so oh I'm I leaving am. the things who am I calling in what am I calling in what am I allowing in um you know but I don't I I love a good adventure because <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm on bonus time anyway so you know I'm allowed yeah. to have adventures and and that, the more I say yes the more they keep coming the more beautiful that is a people. great that you come across and six degrees of separation I was just saying that to be last week like just crazy but you talking about God being on everybody's side that's really the perfect segue into what we will be Ooh, discussing on yes. this anniversary episode which is game of thrones we are all throners over here oh <laughs> yeah more importantly we are discussing <laughs> the ship between jamie and cersei lannister oh. and God was we on might... everybody's side. Don't get me wrong, but everybody don't win. But everybody don't win. That's true. Cersei, like, Cersei true. was successful in her own right on everything that she set out to do. Yeah, everything. Cersei was like, <laughs> I mean, she's the villa of all villains. But and we're specifically speaking right now, Jamie and Cersei. But when you look at particularly the women characters, right? Yeah. Khaleesi, your dad, yeah. Arya, you know, mm-hmm. since these ladies exhibit a determination because you have to see it to believe it. And right. they all believed in themselves. They have a reason That's not one. to. They all believe that in, even though women are discarded or used as a commodity, all throughout Game of Thrones. But when I say we are Game of Thrones, you know, Courtney and I spent a good two years down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Baby, we analyze it, you know, and <laughs> that last season, the male writers, you all are trash. Disappointing. <laughs> Disappointing. I mean, seriously, let us down. But no, like, really, truly, oh. we was in the rabbit hole. Like, your girl was looking for a map of Westeros. Yeah. Like, I really <laughs> see it while we sit up here discussing (laughs) what could happen where are we going with all this but yes the writers like you shitting on Cersei like she deserved to go out she deserved a better death she did and the mountain should have walked her ass like he should have everything that she did to him to make him this non-talking you do what I say you don't ask you don't question me like you just let her go by Okay. Yeah. You just let her go by. Yeah. And then, and I think what I could appreciate a little bit about the eighth season was they haphazardly attempted this duality, particularly like with Khaleesi, you know, what they deemed as evil, right? To show this, but they deemed it in an evil space to me when she just was like, enough is enough. And I'm thinking, Molly, walk y'all asses. Y'all have done enough to me. Not Molly, what? I mean, like, it could really be argued that she waited too long to assert. Waited way too long because what lady, what you call her, told her, you're a dragon, be a dragon. Right? Be a dragon, you're a dragon. 
Be a damn, listen. If you're gonna be, be a dragon on your power, that's what she was telling her. Why can't Tap I, in Lady Alana, You have a dragon. On your power. Is it inherently you your know, Yeah, that, that I, and I think that's something what, what we were all talking about before is that currently that's what a lot of women are embodying the dragon right now and folks is really falling out like this the fuckery that's been going on on our ig page oh i love it um, <laughs> like, ooh. and and it's interesting too when when um men comment and they have a strong opinion about it as well like they can't like they are seeing now that we're not making this shit up and what d is referencing just to kind of give some <laughs> Context for the audience here. Of course, I live an adventurous life. I date. I date a lot. I date <laughs> um, for joy and pleasure. Anyway, I match someone. And, oh, his first interaction was really good. I'm not always on the site. So I just drop my number and I do that with everybody because I'm just not on there like that, uh, which like is indicative. Checking these apps. You come in, you come in and you come me. out. Like I come in and I come out. And I think that is also indicative where that falls in my life. I do it when I want to do it. I'm not driven by this insane or to me an insidious need that society promotes. You have to partner up. Mainly I do it when I'm bored. That if I really want to be honest about it. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm bored. Let me go online. Anyway, met Martin. 12 <laughs> hours. Had first initial conversation and it was it was nice it was I'm like okay he sounds like a cool person I want to get to know more that I was quickly disabused of that quickly like within a 12 hour span of disabuse of that um, he was just really needy um it may he just had a meltdown he had a meltdown because I did not center him point blank period that's what happens. He had a temper tantrum. Massive. A whole, a whole falling out. And you Massive. you all, if you're not following us on Instagram, do that. The underscore pleasure temple. And you can see, like, because what I've started to do is really out these dudes because, you know, you can keep saying something over and over, but if, you know, if it's not somebody else's experience, they're not going to receive the information. They're not going to, you know, have anything really of value to give to the situation because they don't know. And now that they know that I'm outing them, them DMs been real quiet. <laughs> They've been so quiet because they come in here with their uh, send me pictures. No, fool. Do you have some money? We're selling photographs if that's what you need in your life. I will sell you some photographs. Otherwise, stop fucking talking to me. Embodying the dragon. Yes, yeah. stop talking to me. I don't, I'm not here to entertain you for free. <laughs> no, thank you. Falling out about embodying the dragon. Women are just taking ownership. Like I pushed back quickly. Actually, I just really didn't engage that much. I was just like, you know what? Hey, on second thought, we're not compatible. Good. I wish you luck. Mm -hmm. In a story, because I don't have to deal with it. 
women do not have to deal with it. We have autonomy out here. We have choice. And, you know, we are financially secure. We're this, we're that, we're providing for our own. So this is an enjoyment for me. And when it ceased to become an enjoyment for me, I'm out. I'm out. And the meltdown really came when I chose not to engage and to be out. I had never seen it before in my life. I know three-year-olds mm. who more well-behaved than this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that like that was that was a real epic falling out. Like, I'm, I'm it, even though I know it happens, my mouth still fell open. I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? How many like are you actually serious because like I don't understand you it's like I she she doesn't owe you anything after 12 hours of knowing each other and to be shouting at you on the voice message he don't care about your family well this you're sorry that's a I don't know if you know you're waving a huge red flag in my face a huge the dating one. pool is a cesspool, and when we the conclusion we came to was that Martin has had some issues in his life regarding family. The fact that you could not comprehend and understand when I told you, "Hey, I'm hanging with my family, my aunt's over, give me some time, and I'll hit you back when everybody's gone." And he hit back how many times? Four times. Oh my God. Four times. It, it's clear community. That is very clear communication. That's, that's it. Like I am with my family. I will speak to you when I'm, when I have a little bit more room for it. And in, in, in the meantime, you know, if you want to text, that's great, but know that I'm not going to be answering you right away like, correct me if I'm wrong, also, your first conversation was ended as you pulled into your parents driveway yes I was uh, in my parents driveway I had pulled in my parents driveway and um my aunt was there my my mom once again um just as a refresher everybody who's listening I live in DC but my family lives in South Georgia so I was visiting my family and that's that's <laughs> is and that's the most valid shit too because it's like you know it, it's communication period it's like if you if you can't receive a no in 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 that kind fashion like you can't you're you are absolutely telling me who you are because you can't accept a no and it was a very gentle no too. So it wasn't even like you you hit copped an attitude. It was you were extremely gentle about it. Fool, I'm with my family. I'll get you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be with you when I when I'm with you. <clears throat> and I'm just pulling up to my mama house. So chill for a minute, do whatever. It, it's it, it's like he's a person that seems to me that he's never gotten his needs met. And so he throws those temper tantrums, and this is the emo less say it for the motherfuckers in the back the and that is the emotional labor fellas that we be talking about we don't want to do oh say it again say it louder we yeah, say it louder for those in the back that's the emotional labor that y'all be foisting on women and that's the shit we don't want to be doing it's taking care of your grown ass at your big age 
about you needing to learn to self-soothe, to take care of oneself. You are waiting. You can't get your, you can't take care of your needs. You need her to do it. And when she says, and when she says no to you, you fall out like a fucking two-year-old. I think the sad part is, hmm. (laughs) he he will never get to experience that on the flip side of things. Mm Mm-hmm. When she's with you, mm-hmm. you get that same attention. You get that that's, that part. I you don't get... allow others to interrupt. Like if I am spending time with you, you have my attention and my focus. That part. That part. As the younglings are saying these days, the Lulu is the new you. You. <laughs> so the Lulu is. Um, but that support you, babe, Courtney. I hadn't even thought of it that way because I was just like, I don't have time to deal with this. First of all, I right. know, it's not that, yes, I don't have the time to deal with it, but let me be very clear. I will not be dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I will not be dealing with it. You know, pay your coins like I pay mine to my therapist and unpack your shit. That part. That's it. Go That's deal it. with your shit. That's it. And because that shit is draining. Man, this is the emotional labor yeah. that we talking about because when you add that emotional labor on top of just the duties of our roles like Courtney she is a career woman she has a 19 year old daughter she is a romance novel writer she is like we finish finish shamelessly plug Courtney (laughs) (laughs) Courtney tell me what you got and right there now. are episodes one through seventeen. Yes. One through seventeen. Right now, plug your No, I was just gonna say, you know, with the whole Martin fiasco, that's also a red flag. Of, you got too much time on your hands, and that's not necessarily bad, but it's just for someone like Teresa who is busy because she too is a career woman. Like and every day is looking for new ways to add on to her <laughs> list of repertoire of her of things that she excels at. And she just does not sit around twiddling her thumbs, whether it's texting or whatever. Um, you know, and we all get wanting to have that ride or die by your side. You know, that's something that we would all like to experience or have in our partners in life. However, does it come with have to work towards does it come with ambition does it come with drive does it come with goals that uh are wholeheartedly outside of me i need you to have a life because i have these because i have one and these are some of the reasons why although as messed up as the ship was between jamie and cersei yes bring us back take out the ancestralness behind it um it was the ride and die component it was the ride or die like the ride or die even when jamie would find out horrendous things cersei had done in his absence it was was like like, like, it must have had to be done it had to be done I don't like what I can do about it, but I got your back in what you do. I got your back, but not nobody step to her. I don't. Hey, hey, I got your back. And threaten to touch a hair on his head. See what's gonna happen. Ned Stark. 
Jamie Lannister threw a kid out of the window. Out of a window. Out, out of a window. <laughs> to protect his lover, his lover. sister. <laughs> that was the last episode of season one. And when that went off, I said, this shit's finna be good as hell. <laughs> Damn. He threw that baby out the window. Out the window with zero fucks given. <laughs> And <laughs> wait, let me make this because the rider died. What resonates in that scene for all of us here is the rider die component of protecting what is important. I'm going to protect you of what is important, even if your activities do not involve me. My role as your ride and die is to offer that support, offer that protection, offer that presence, offer that encouragement, not offer your um, opinion, opinion, subpar excuses, <laughs> or even the opinion that is quote unquote wrapped in faux concern, but is also mm -hmm. designed to pierce you and make you self-doubt and perhaps you're using it as a weapon you're using it as a weapon and you know not to just bring up the most recent episode that we know but let's think about kiki and her 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 partner that she chose this instead of him addressing a concern that he had with her in the privacy of their home he chose to shame her you're not my ride and die when you do that you you're not really winning for me you're not cheering on me winning because if you was cheering on me winning a negative word you can say what the fuck you want to say about will smith and jada pickett you can say what the fuck you want to say. But the ride and die of in Mr. Will Smith, that's what I'm talking about. Amen. And I will pass the baton. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Well, and and because that's the kind of people that we are. Mm. And that's that's the, that's the energy that we're giving, and and we will check each other, and we will say that you that you getting sideways. Let's think about this for a minute, you know. And it so it's not just blind loyalty. Go ahead and do whatever you're gonna do. <laughs> we do have opinions about things. <laughs> hey, hey, um, do you think maybe you're going a little too far? Usually, that's what they're asking me, but. <laughs> Well, I had an episode with Courtney on Friday. She was a little heated with her her daughter, and she called. I called and answered the phone, and she just ripped. I was like, "Okay, hold on. Yes, I can agree to spoil, but maybe we should use the word brat here right now." No, <laughs> right? No, maybe we should change our language. <laughs> I said what I said. Yeah, right. She said, and she said, and she said I did like, not back trying to talk me out of it, and I'm like, "Listen, you know, you heard what the fuck I said. You heard me." Because they, they didn't wait until I got to this place. <laughs> so that damn sure better be able to handle this place. <laughs> like, don't come in here sniveling and sneezing and you can't get it together. Mm -mm, I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. And so same goes for like, you know, like, like I need a lot of that dude energy in my life. Like where, like that friendship energy, like that kind of masculine energy in my life right now. And I have been saying that that's what's missing. It's like, who's out here actually having my back? Like I have everybody else's back. 
And I think it shows up, especially when we're talking about married couples. Um, unfortunately, a lot of times it shows up in the lack of support when dealing with in-laws. Oh, ooh, for ooh, whatever ooh. reason, oh, you know, saying. like we're supposed to be a unit, you know, you can think or feel one way or another about my feelings or what I've said. We will discuss that behind closed doors. However, we are to present a united front in front of everyone else. And then we handle what we need to handle behind closed doors. But in the public side, we're in ourselves now for each other. We're right. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and like, and you, y'all know that's how I show up. That is how I show up. Listen, I will take my sword out. Anybody got a problem in here? <laughs> Does anyone have a problem in here? Because if y'all going to start some problems and I got to cut you out of my life and I got to choose between what I'm building what I'm building and this other entity on the outside that's not helping me build a damn thing. Listen. I'm gonna choose us every time. And 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 I've said many times, as you know, I will cut my own mama off forever. And half. And half. And, half. and I don't regret it. I feel so good. I feel so free. And that's what I need people to do for me when they say they're going to be on my team and I tell you that somebody outside of there that you are close to has treated me poorly and you've seen it and you ain't said nothing. That's the issue. We got a problem. We, I got my sword out now. Somebody got a problem in here. And everybody's going to have a problem. And That's then the it's getting, then, <laughs> and then that problem if I take care of it, it's going to affect everyone. You know? And, and that is at the joy of um, community. And, you know, coming back to the ride and die concept, like I honestly know that I ride for all my friends and my friends ride for me. As Courtney made the point of, well, I date my friends here. Fuck yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I want a wife. These hoes are wonderful fucking <laughs> wives. I be like, yo, like, I bring home the money. I, I make the money. This is what y'all setting up in here, doing and creating. But also, I can recognize that because I am a person that receives that and gives that right and i think if i'm speaking just mainly to a lot of brothers straight men here really guys it there is a lot of taking for granted of the nurturing creation of a household a nurturing mm -hmm. creation of a relationship the unspoken labor that goes into it you are not owed that by default because you have a penis in a scrotum sack it is not an inherent and divine right of yours to have that. It is something that is cultivated through reciprocity of care and love. You know, I would just recommend, you know, not approaching a woman that seems to have her shit together. Mm. If you're 
an insecure individual because it's not going to end well for for you it's just not and just Mm -hmm. as we're talking I think we would all appreciate every single one last one on this panel one of the aspects that I can really appreciate between Jamie and Cersei was that regardless of how many lovers either one of them took on the side they never questioned their position in each other's lives not like not once not once not once not once the loyalty the trust the loyalty because they the said trust. the truth the trust if i say you are important to me you i'm gonna treat you thusly to me and my action said again miss d what uh, I'm going to treat you thusly, please. Like, <laughs> stop with the testing. Stop with the testing right well, now. But that's where we find ourselves too with a lot of folks that be wasting our motherfucking time. You know, I go play in somebody else's face. Go play in somebody else's face. And it's, ooh, if I've said it once this year, I've said it like 50 times today. <laughs> stop playing in folk face stop doing that like what what are like I I live my life very intentionally for the most part so that's the shit I expect of others like I just expect you to see that and get your shit together and if you don't intend to um show up then say that don't you don't but you don't just get to you don't just I don't expect you to do for me what I do for me right like this is not and the well, first and, time and we've what come you do across for me this. has to be on par with what i do for myself so don't even don't come in here playing in my face the need that some men have just to bring that woman down just a tad just a smidge particularly black women just a smidge and i probably added fuel to the fire he asked me about my week at home I was like oh my god having so much fun two of my girlfriends I mean some of my rider dies too pulled up in two brand each of them had a brand new Mercedes SUV oh I saw my bestie she pulled up at lunch in a brand new Tahoe and this heifer just bought a house a couple months ago the celebration the celebration the celebration because when one wins, we all we all win. We all win. <laughs> we do. It's just, and then it becomes continuous. Like that's the the generating of the the energy and the reciprocation and the abundance that we can receive amongst each other. Let's check this out. I love well to do black women. Y'all move like drug dealers. That is such a limiting thought to have, especially as a Black man, because in your mind, you're setting up that I can never have that or attain that without being a drug dealer. And that's such bullshit. And also as a Sagittarius, my most toxic trait, I am forever (laughs) more prepared never to speak to a motherfucker ever again on any given day. (laughs) (laughs) Man, the the preparations that have been made. (laughs) It's a practice. It is a practice because, but it also cuts off a lot of, it cuts off a lot of that drama afterwards. So, you know, I give people a lot of room to have their drama, but when I'm tired, I'm tired. We got to be done with this now. 
I feel like I'm about six because I'm like, wait, I didn't try to walk you through it. I have tried to help you. I will do everything. I I I will try everything. Like you want to go to therapy? Let's go. You need here some art. You need to make some art. Draw. Well, get your get your PCs in order. Uh, (laughs) It keeps you from giving undeserving mofo's your energy. You don't deserve my energy. and, And like that's the labor that is the labor it's like here I have all this stuff in my bag that would help you but if you're not going to use it then you're wasting my time and And you don't want to be you don't want to work on it you don't want to see yourself in a very healthy um emotional state you don't know how to see yourself there that says I can just ask for what I want and receive it and is the learning is and receive it asking for receiving it that's the next part so like woo, child but you're gonna when you receive it though you have to be willing to make moves and one of the things that I have learned Courtney has known me longer and I will move in the drop of a dime I will be like, this ain't working for me or I want something different. I will create a plan and execute that plan. That is how I ended up in South America for six, eight months of my life. That plan took root in the beginning of 2015 and June of 2016, I was living in South America. I made a three prom plan. I was applying to graduate school in Europe. I was applying to med corps for the army for social mm-hmm. work because I do have a master's in psychology. I was getting my teach English as a second language certification. Mm-hmm. As court to go yeah, back. you had shit to do. You had plans and intentions and things to do. You were not just, you know, willy nilly flying by the seat. You didn't know pants. where you were going to end up, but you knew You're it was right. going to be somewhere. It was, that's what I will always say. I don't know where it's going to be, but it's going to be somewhere. Somewhere. And you're going to land on your feet because you've done the preparation. Because you've shown up to say, okay, this is what I would like to have. And now I take the steps to do. And whatever comes, comes. I'm going to be ready for it. And you're going to be ready to receive it. There's going to be some room for you to receive it. So a lot of people are out here asking for shit that they don't know anything about. They've made no preparations to have it. You know, whether that's a relationship, a job, you hear it all the time where people are like, oh, I, I just can't get that that job or I just can't get that person. I don't know, you know, going through the cesspool of dating or whatever. And it's what are you willing to give up to or, or make room? How, how are you making room for what you asked for? Are you going to therapy so that you can show up in a healthy way in this relationship? Or are you just wishing and hoping thoughts and prayers about it but you've taken no steps to make the room in your life for what you have asked for so it's just like when we are preparing for the baby to arrive we we prepare a space we prepare a space because we're gonna have it 
<laughs> we're going to have it. And then we think about how we're going to care for it. And we're going to practice every day. Because if we don't practice, it's going to die. If it's we don't die, show to up it. to feed it, if we don't show up to comfort it, to care for it, it's going to wither away. Like, it's like forever is a real long time. And so is never. Mm. So if that's how you're showing up in your relationships, no wonder it's not working. Like if you ain't there to care for it, then what are you doing? You are playing in somebody's face. Please move along. Do your play with your mama. And do yourself a favor because not only are you playing in that person's face, you are playing in your face. Self-sabotage. Sounds like, perfectly okay and acceptable for mm -hmm. you to take a step back, mm -hmm. see about you, and then go forth when you got time for it. Like right mm -hmm. now, I'm not even looking. I don't have time. I have no capacity, like none. Barely have capacity for the 19-year-old. Like <laughs> no capacity. And it's working, writing, podcasting, social media. Like, no, I don't have it. There is, and so the responsible thing is to not even get anything started. I can't cultivate it. I can't nurture it. I can't give you the attention and time that you need right now. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. Especially if you need a lot. So just a disclaimer out here. If you're trying to date Teresa, please have some hobbies. But it's being in the circle in the energy vortex of reciprocity of care and love. It is a rotating circle. It is a rotating vortex of air, if you will, to use the most scientific terms that is just rotating, sometimes at a high velocity, because we don't always need at the same time, you right. know. But when you do need, your circle is there. Or even just the joy of hanging out and just being in that space. But in order to cultivate that, you got to bring your full self. Your full right. You got to show up. You got to show up. Your full healed self. <laughs> well, not, not even up. your full healed self because we are going to trigger each other. And that's how the healing happens. And you can't run when that healing starts to happen because you're so scared of what is going on and you can't process. Again, like I said, if you're not preparing yourself for what you have asked the universe for, there's going to be some problems because you're not in alignment with it. You're, you're not, not in alignment. Get in alignment with that shit that you really want to have. So like, you know, Baba Kevin has said a couple of weeks ago, what are you willing to let go of? Like, you're going to have to let go of something. And as a person who do things, um, one of the things I believe, let me speak for myself. The things I've had to let go for myself is the number one thing that I think a lot of people hold on to in that sphere is not that I'm never afraid I am very fearful I am fearful doing things I just don't let that fear stop me because that is not of her that is not of my goddess right that is just an emotion that I am feeling 
in the moment. And emotions can be temporary. Do not make a permanent situation, a decision on a temporary emotion, right? But because I prepared, I would not be deterred by that emotion in the moment. But for right. those who don't prepare, keep fear keeps people in a holding pattern. Fear keeps you in bad situations for long periods of time. Fear, even though the alternative of what you are living really suck, but the fear of the potential of having more, because let me also say that having more, the effort has to be there. We ain't gonna sit up here. We're about to close out, so I can't even get into <laughs> I how know, a, I know. a bitch really <laughs> had a breakdown with her therapist at the fact that I'm in my abundance phase. Like mm -hmm. how you can go from like, oh my god, like I'm so ready to be living a life of ease and the soft life, and it's right there on the cusp, and then you like, yeah. well, shit, do I deserve this? Like, yeah, what is this? Like, is this really happening? It's like, nope, we're not speaking those words. But yes, courage. You you have to have courage. Like I used to say, I wanted to be fear. No, you will always have fear. You got to have courage. Courage is something that everyone has, and I pray mm -hmm. I always have it. It's you. It's you know, like I said, it's a practice. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, and then it's like breathing. You don't have to ask yourself to do it anymore. And once you jump off the bridge the first time, these consecutive jumps are no. They are no brainers. Right. And you're learning new things <laughs> on the way down every time. Every so time. you're you're learning new things about your boundaries. You're learning new things about, you know, like what you really believe versus what you've been indoctrinated with. Uh, do those things line up? You start figuring all of that shit out. But like you got it like that. Ooh, that first acknowledgement of like, I have some things to, you know, attend to. And there's no failure. Like, no, what you might look I mean, at as failure, that's your non-compromising list. You know you don't want this. This is not for you. Right. It's not for you. It's not for you. And so, yeah, anyway, that's my last thought of the day. Thank y'all so much. Um, and happy anniversary one more time. <laughs> one more time for those in the back. Happy anniversary. <laughs> happy, happy anniversary. anniversary.